interesting because I mean, I was on a daily spiral and I woke up with that overwhelming guilt and anxiety and this overwhelming realization that like, I know I don't want to live like this. I didn't know how it was possible not to, but I knew I didn't want to. And knowing that I didn't want to was a catalyst for, hey, I, you know what? My choices got me here. My choices can get me out of here. So instead of focusing, because I was always focusing on what somebody else was doing, and if they're doing that, I can still be doing this, and not understanding that my choices determine my outcome. It doesn't matter what's going on outside of me. What What is outside of me doesn't have control over me. I have control over me. You're listening to The Recovered Life Show, the show that helps people in recovery live their best recovered lives. And here is your host, Damon Frank. And welcome back to The Recovered Life Show. I am thrilled to be joined today by Recovered Life and Recovery Coach Haley Schreiters. How are you doing today? I always, you know... I'm doing great. Haley, I have to tell you, I always mess up your last name. I rehearse it 80 times. So tell people your last name. I'm Haley Scherters. Okay. Scherters. Whatever. And I, yeah, I put a vowel on it. I flip it around. It's my dyslexic me, Haley. And I just All rehearsed good. it before we went on. Hey, I'm so it's glad okay. that you're Honestly, here with us today. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. No, I was going to say most of the time I get called my sister's name. So like not pronouncing my last name. Totally cool. (laughs) Okay, good, good, good. And you know, and I know you well too, which is even more frustrating because like, it's not that I don't know you, right? Like say, Hey, so this, we're going to practice some self-forgiveness on, on this episode of the recovered life show. I am so thrilled to be joined today. uh, Having you join us today, Haley, because You are all about self-awareness, you're all about high performance, you're all about leveling up in your recovery. And today I wanted to talk about self-awareness and leveling up your consciousness in recovery. And, you know, first I want to start off by what that means. And obviously you've had a journey in self-awareness and recovery. So maybe we start there, tell people exactly what's this all about? Why do I need self-awareness and why do I need to level up this year? Okay. Well. I mean, leveling up at any point in time is always a good decision. So I will say that. I mean, self-awareness is, it's honestly a tough one when you're in the journey of recovery and sobriety, because I think one of the biggest things that we almost are avoiding or escaping when we're numbing out is self-awareness. You, you block that internal connection within yourself. So you continue to numb and spiral that way. So when you do find this freedom, it's this personal development and growth that you are constantly striving towards. So self-awareness is the knowledge of your character and your feelings, your desires. It's really coming in tune with who you are and who you want to be. And a lot of that for me was about forward focus because it can be incredibly overwhelming and very tough when you do choose sobriety to sit with the weight of the feelings of maybe who you've been or the choices and habits that you had. But instead of focusing and dwelling on that, I think it's about cultivating awareness and allowing yourself to see the opportunity of who you get to choose to become from there. Absolutely. You know what? I I so love this topic because I really think, Haley, this is the game changer. Uh, I have long-term sobriety and I know a lot of people in long-term sobriety. We've got the old school group where a lot of people come in that have, you know, decades of recovery, but 
but that doesn't yeah. mean that people are happy. Right. And it doesn't mean that people are living their best recovered life. And that's what recovered life is all about. And what the coaches are all about, like you here is trying to help people live their best recovered life. I think, um, you know, one of the, what are some of the signs that you maybe need to level up your consciousness? Because you talked about breaking free into what is possible. And this is so good because I think, look, let's be honest. Early recovery is all about how am I going to stay sober? I don't want to drink today. Your mind's racing. How do you fix the re the wreckage? After you get past that, though, what are some of the signs that maybe your self-awareness isn't as good as it needs to be and you your consciousness isn't really where it needs to be? These questions. What are some of the signs that people might see that they're suffering from this? I think some of the signs that you might see if you're suffering from this is honestly like the gray mood. Um, so almost that mentality of FOMO versus I say JOMO, joy of missing out. If you aren't feeling fueled and excited about the possibilities of what sobriety is going to allow you, and you're looking at it again, like I said, dwelling in the past and creating that block for yourself to level up your consciousness and awareness and allow yourself to grow into a different version of yourself, I would say more or less just focusing on the things that you're missing out on instead of, again, the possibilities that this opportunity allows you and just staying stuck in that kind of place. Absolutely. You know what? I think the hard part is, I think, for people in recovery that are different, we're talking about self-awareness for people that aren't in recovery. I think, look, people in recovery have self-awareness or they would not be recovered. There had to have been something that said, hey, my thinking's not working for me, even if you were forced into it, right? At some point, you had freedom to be able to choose whether you want to drink, do drugs, you know, act in a codependent yeah. way, whatever that addiction is. I think a lot of people are scared in recovery because they've gotten this far, Haley, right? And I, I talk to people this all the time. It's like, if I think any differently, then get and protect consciousness and fear consciousness. And I might relapse at any time consciousness. Um, anything could happen to me and I'm going to go out. And I tell people, hey, that's not the case, actually. The best you doesn't want you to go out. The lower uh, vibrational you wants you to go out. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, it's, I understand what you're saying with like the fear, but at the same time, again, that's shifting almost from a disempowered mindset and state of awareness instead of an empowered state of mind. And again, seeing the possibilities and the different outcomes that we're able to create for ourselves. I think it's also amazing and inspiring to look at all the incredible stories in the recovery community. But if you're not aware that your consciousness is your own and your story and your choices are going to look different than someone else's, you can almost get caught in that spiral as well and not cultivating your own awareness and recovery as opposed to looking at how it's supposed to look because of the way somebody else's story or journey looks. And high performance and self-awareness, this is a personal thing, right? Like, I personally believe that um, no matter what modality you follow to get sober, no matter what you use to stay sober day to day, whether it's be a 12 step group, another system like smart recovery, uh, you know, a Buddhist recovery, whatever it is, or use coaches yeah. or a combination of things, therapy, really, it's all about a journey of self-awareness. If we stop growing in recovery uh, we die, right? Like literally spiritually we die. And I think, um, you know, 
tapping into that, okay, what's possible mindset is a great start. Look, I know you've had a journey in getting in recovery. You, you've had your own personal journey. <laughs> yeah. Where's an area with you where you felt you had to level up? And what did that look like? And what was the process that you went through to get there? I feel like I had to level up in the sense, I guess, to be honest, self-forgiveness and self-compassion for making the choices that I made at the time that I was stuck in active addiction. So basically confronting head on the way that I felt and how did I make that happen? I had a really hard time in the early days of thinking that my recovery had to look like everyone else's. And instead I really put my mindset internal from the second that I changed, I changed gears, I guess you could say. And I thought, you know, meditation, I'm supposed to meditate because everyone in the community is meditating. So that's what I have to do. And I found that getting out in nature and just walking and not focusing on anything and putting in old music that I enjoyed allowed me to just ground myself. And I honestly think grounding yourself and finding the things that soothe your soul allow you to tap into your consciousness because you're not paying attention to all the external factors. Yeah. You know what I found in recovery? One of the hardest things to do is to slow down to speed up. Like, you know, I'm really about <laughs> yeah. high performance, getting it done. I was just sharing with you before we went on about like, Oh, I could do more. I could do all this. Right. But really being able to slow down allows me to level up yeah. sometimes is that I need time yeah to be able to sometimes assimilate that new pace or that new process into my life. And I want to just like jam it. No, we're going to get it done now. We're going to make that shift now. Yeah. Um, can you talk about being uncomfortable a little bit? Because I know this is a lot of the key to high performance, living better self-awareness, leveling up, being able to shift your mindset is really also just about, you know, the ability to slow down, understand what you want, understand what it's going to take to be able to get there, right? And to be able to let go of all of this past other stuff that says, and sometimes people like in guilt and shame and all this other stuff, how, how did you do that? Because a lot of people are saying, it's like, yeah, Haley can do it, but I can't do it. Was, was there a moment when you just said, you know what, this is it because people are fearful. How did you let go of that fear? And just say, you know what? That's it. I'm doing this. Uh, I mean, that's loaded. <laughs> so of course, of course. It's, it's, <laughs> why not? It's interesting because I mean, I was on a daily spiral and I woke up with that overwhelming guilt and anxiety and this overwhelming realization that like, I know I don't want to live like this. I didn't know how it was possible not to, but I knew I didn't want to. And knowing that I didn't want to was a catalyst for, hey, I, you know what? My choices got me here. My choices can get me out of here. So instead of focusing, because I was always focusing on what somebody else was doing, and if they're doing that, I can still be doing this, and not understanding that my choices determine my outcome. It doesn't matter what's going on outside of me. What what is outside of me doesn't have control over me. I have control over me. So instead of focusing on strict rules, I focused on emotional goals and making choices based on how I wanted to feel, which was free. Oh, I love that. You know what? I want to <laughs> dive into this deeper because I know there's a lot of people here that are listening to this and they're just sick and tired of the same life, right? They're sick and tired of not yeah. being able to take risks in recovery, not being able to bet on themselves. 
right? Um, so many people in recovery are willing to bet on other people, but they're not willing to bet on yeah. themselves that they could, you know, right? Like yeah. I could have a better relationship. Totally. I could have a better, I could have my own business. I could have my own. They're just unwilling because of fear. We're going to dive into this after this quick break, Haley. We're going to really yeah. dive into Haley's secret, what she uses in coaching guys. So hold tight. She's going to break down moves that you can make right now to level up your consciousness and recovery. We're going to be back after this quick break. Attention all those seeking recovery. Are you looking for a supportive, welcoming place to share your experiences and find strength in your journey? Look no further than Recovered Life's recovery check-in meetings. With several meetings held throughout the week, you can choose the one that's right for you. Moderated by top recovery coaches, these meetings are open to all avenues of addiction recovery and offer a powerful opportunity for personal growth through connection with others. RSVP now by visiting recoveredlife.us and clicking on Find Your Group. Don't miss this chance to be seen and heard. Join us at Recovery Check-In and take the next step in your recovery journey. See you there. You're listening to The Recovered Life Show. Okay, we're back and I'm talking with Haley here. We're diving into self-awareness and leveling up your consciousness in recovery. Okay, Haley, you're going to drop the you're 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 going to spit some fire oh, here God. real quick about how to do this no because pressure. I, I no pressure, no pressure at all. Look, I I know part of it. I I know part of this is people are listening to this and deep down inside they're like, "All right. I know that I was supposed to get sober." but I'm not living the life that I really know I could have not magical thinking. Yeah. We're not talking about, right. We're not talking about, yeah. you know, um, I'm going to become a princess and live on an Island kind of thing. Like we're not talking about, we're just talking about the quality of our life, leveling up our consciousness and the way we think about others and ourselves and, and what is possible. How do you do this? If you're stuck, what's the steps that you take Haley? What do you tell people? How do you make it happen? Okay. Woo. That's a big one. <laughs> Honestly, a huge realization for me in allowing myself freedom to create a new outcome was realizing that I was honestly, and I think this is so common, holding myself as a prisoner of my past and believing that my identity was my struggle, which kept me stuck in the struggle and didn't allow me to understand that that's not who I was. I have potential beyond that, which also gives you confidence and belief that you can make those changes. So a lot of the time we tell ourselves stories and we have beliefs, but those beliefs are not actually true. So I know journaling is a big thing, but a way to help create a new outcome or even belief in yourself to help get you unstuck is identifying that the things that you're telling yourself in your mind our stories or beliefs, they aren't necessarily facts. So when you are journaling and you're going through and you're identifying what your beliefs are, I think it's really 
a huge important reminder that your identity is not your struggle. That whether it's been years, whether it's been your whole life, that isn't, that doesn't mean that that's who you are and that's who you have to be. And sometimes you have to break that down, list your belief, and then ask yourself, is it actually internally true? Is it externally true? Is it a story that you are creating and a prison basically that you're holding yourself in because you don't believe yourself capable because of your struggle and you're not giving yourself that strength and awareness to know that you can move beyond it. You have to tell yourself that you can. Oh, that's so great. That is so great. And you know, it's, you know, I see this now because I think this happened to me when I first came in, I went through a 12 step program and I, I'm going to be honest. Like I, I believe, especially with alcoholics, the real problem begins when you get sober. Like that's when the, I, I lost a lot of stuff in the process of drinking, yeah. but the real pain of who I was and who I thought you had, that all came in early sobriety because when I got sober, really all the problems magnified, right? And it took other people yeah. saw in me what was possible for me. Like if you were to tell me 29 yeah. years ago, Haley, that I'd be doing a show, you know, about recovery talking with all the brightest people like you in recovery. I, no way. Like it was not in my consciousness, yeah. right? There was some magical thinking in my consciousness. Like I'm going to have a Lamborghini. I'm going to have a Ferrari. Look, I'm, I'm six, two. I don't fit in a Ferrari. Uh, I found that <laughs> out the hard way, right? Like I don't, it was a lot of magical thinking when I thought about myself, but yeah. really the practical of what was, you know, Haley, what was possible for me? came through other people that were in recovery. And I realized very quickly that I needed to surround myself with coaches and people and sponsors and fellow travelers that had a higher consciousness. Or I was just yeah. going to get stuck in a church basement wondering what the hell's wrong with me, asking that same question. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Yeah. Yeah, I learned, which which was a fascinating part. I learned the scientific and so the neurological and psychological, sorry, components of alcohol use to help people and myself better understand, hey, I'm not broken and flawed. It's an addictive substance. You got addicted. That isn't your fault. And a lot, again, a lot of it comes down to self-compassion and self-forgiveness. And I think what you said, surrounding yourself with people who in the beginning can point out encouraging things for you and positive things and show you tell like reverse the stories in your mind that you're telling yourself because that's such a big part of it is I can't do this. I need alcohol to have fun. I need these things. Those are all beliefs. Those are stories that you're creating. They're not facts, but sometimes it takes someone outside of us to remind us, Hey, what you're telling yourself isn't true. You're fully capable. And until you can believe that yourself, it's so important to surround yourself with a community who can remind you of those things and help you cultivate and create that awareness as you're rebuilding those muscles and you have to rebuild that belief in yourself. So being with that aware group of people will help create that too. Yeah. You know, it's, um, I know that I know people that are in recovery a lot of times are all or nothing people. Right. And for me personally, yeah. there came a, there, there came a point about a year into it uh, because, you know, people get depressed, especially in early recovery they do a huge life yeah. review. Even though I was in my 20s, I was doing a huge life review saying, well, you know, is it over for me? Is it like, is am I really going to be able to have, I, I was shattered because 
I think when you first come into recovery, Haley, you have to question who am I really? Because I thought I could drink normally, right? Like I really, yeah. I really did think I could drink normal. I really thought, yeah. and I'm sure people that are listening to this right now have been the same thing. I really thought, Haley, that I didn't have a problem with alcohol when it was so apparent. And then when I realized how apparent it was, it really shook me to the core about like, I almost had PTSD because it's like, I had to really question my thoughts, but I did an all or nothing. I really dove into the consciousness at some point because I thought that is where I'm really going to get saved. I have to do all the stuff that I'm learning, obviously in recovery, but this is really where I'm going to get saved uh, in recovering to be able to live my best recovered life. Tell us something about how you've used this Haley in your own life to really skyrocket an area of your life. Okay. Well, to be honest, uh, I mean, I was the same as you. I thought like, it's not a problem. And I, I grew up my entire life saying it will never happen to me. And I was warned multiple times, Haley, you have to be careful. It runs in your family. And I was like, yeah, not going to happen to me. I had to completely transform my belief system from I can't to I can. And I switched with, with drinking. My belief was I needed it to have fun. I didn't know who I was without it relearning my identity and rediscovering who I was before all of that happened. Again, like I said, a ton of self-forgiveness, but my, my belief system had to change. And now, because I know my ability to change, I am so passionate about helping other people come to the switch from the I can't to I can mentality. And it might not be overnight, but you can work towards that to recreate your belief system. Oh, I love that. You know, um, Haley, back in the covered wagon days when I got sober and, uh, you know, we didn't have recovery coaches really. I mean, I guess they were out there. Yeah. I just, I never, I didn't know yeah. about them. Right. And it was like a recovery coach was a parole officer or a warden or thank God I didn't have those issues when I got, when I got sober, <laughs> but like literally that it wasn't yeah. there. And I remember having to learn a lot of this the hard way. Now there's coaches like yeah. you that guide you through being able to shift your mindset. Can you tell us a little bit about coaching? What does it look like for people if they get a coach like you to start shifting their mindset? You're not going to make them dress up in strange outfits and talk weird <laughs> languages, right? Like what's the nuts and bolts? No. How, how does, what does that look like? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny that you say, I'm not going to make them dress up because I've had people be like, I like, I'm not gonna have to post things. Or I'm not gonna have to do X, Y, Z. Right. And I'm like, absolutely not. You don't have to do anything you're not comfortable with. It's really interesting because I think that the part of coaching that I'm so passionate about is hearing what people are saying without the direct words. I can feel the meaning behind what they're saying. And it's about having someone else listen to what you're saying and hear the meaning behind it. So for me, a lot of it is what I've noticed is empowering the mindset. Because again, like I've said, our identity becomes about the struggle and our belief system is that we can't do it. And then we feel defeated. And then we get stuck in the cycle of shame and blame because I should be able to kick this habit. Whereas again, it's an addictive substance. It's hard to do. So the purpose of a coach and me personally is to pinpoint those areas where you are lacking belief and ask why you're shrinking yourself in that area, reminding yourself, reminding you, of all of the things you've been capable of doing, again, to help rebuild that belief system. And it's about, like I said, breaking down your beliefs and the stories that you're telling yourself and asking why, 
or who says, I always use that with people. I'm like, who said, who said you couldn't do that? Who said you have to do things this exact specific way? Because we get so stuck in this idea that recovery has to look a certain way and who says. So really just allowing them to realize that their journey is their own, tailor it to what works for you. I love that. Who says, who says, I think that is the who mantra, says. you know, because it is, it's these, it's these pillars that we have constructed in our lives. These tent poles, I say, you yeah. know, where it's like, well, we can't go beyond this boundary because it's always been like this. And I've been told this since I've been in third grade that I'm not this, or yeah. I'm not that I'm better at this. Right. And it's reforming your own identity. You know, one of the things that I thought was so futuristic that was written in the big books of Alcoholics Anonymous is it's said in there, if you don't know who you are, hold tight, get sober, basically, and then you can redefine who you are in recovery. And I think that is the amazing lesson here, right? Like you're not locked. If you've always been the person who hasn't been productive, if you've always been the person who has not you know, made it happen. You've always been the person that's been afraid. It doesn't mean that today can't be that shift, right? What, totally. Hayley, what's the parting words with somebody that's listening to this and saying, you know what? I, this is me, man. I, I need to do this. I need to have better self-awareness. I need to level up my consciousness, but I'm just too afraid to do it. What happens if I go out there, Haley, and people laugh at me or it doesn't work out the first time? What, what's your final thought to somebody who's sitting, sitting, listening to this and is maybe just very fearful? Very fearful. Honestly, I am all about shifting fear into curiosity. And what if I can't shifting that into what if I can? And knowing that your story doesn't have to look perfect. It doesn't have to look the exact same way that it does for somebody else. But stop telling yourself that you can't do something. And again, it all comes down to identity. I know that was my story. I can't do it because I've proven for years that I can't and shifting that into what if I can. And then you apply that mindset to every single hurdle that is going to come your way. And again, who says, who says it's not going to work for you? That's a story that you're telling yourself. So really buying into the fact that you're fully capable of change and changing your story is so important. It doesn't have to be, I believe I can today, but I do believe I can get there at least just get there at some point. It doesn't have to be the exact opposite of your original belief, right? Oh, I love that guys. This is gold. I'm telling you what Haley is telling you right now could make a major shift in the, really the quality of not only your life, but of your recovery, being that inquisitive person, being the it could happen mindset. And it's amazing what can happen when you get into that consciousness, a life you can create a life that you never ever imagined that's perfectly designed for you. Haley, I know they can get a taste yeah. of this, of how to start the process through Recovered Life. You've got an amazing room on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific. Tell people a little bit about what they get in that group environment and uh, why that's so valuable if people are listening to this and want to make that shift. Yes. So, oh, I am a huge fan of Dr. Joe Dispenza. And empowering my mindset was honestly my key to freedom and understanding the infinite potentials that our minds can create. So I know, personally speaking, from working with clients that, like I've said, and I hate to repeat myself, but our identity 
And we believe that our capability is so shrunk because of our struggle. Whereas I shift into what can change for you, what can happen for you. And we go through the neurological and psychological components of alcohol use, but also we'll identify your beliefs, talk through your beliefs. And again, I'm going to say, who says? Really picking apart those beliefs and allowing you to shift your mindset into what is possible. Again, going from fear into curiosity and really, really changing the narrative that you have going on because those those thoughts keep you stuck in the cycle of shame and blame and we can just tweak that and it opens the door. Absolutely. This is the work. So join yeah. Haley. That's Tuesday, 5 p.m. Pacific on Recovered Life. Join her there. You're going to get a tremendous amount of value uh, from that room. Haley, thanks so much for coming on the show today. I'm so thrilled. And we're going to have you back to dive deeper into consciousness, self-awareness, and shifting your mindset. So have a great day. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Keep the conversation going. Join Recovered Life. Recovered Life is a peer support network with direct access to top recovery coaches, content, community, and quality peer support meetings that can be accessed virtually. Whether you're pursuing a 12-step program, not involved in 12 steps, spiritual, agnostic, atheist, or just trying to figure it out, you're welcome here. Sign up today and access unlimited group meetings for only $19.99 a month. And because we know you'll love it, we're offering you your first 30 days for free. Don't wait. Visit recoveredlife.us and become a member today.